Good Monday morning, everybody. Hope you guys are doing amazing. Thank you for joining us on Healthy Soul Radio. I'm just trying to see if we are live on Facebook yet. Does not look like it. Okay. Hi. Good morning. Hello. Hi. Hello. I don't know where all the cameras are. Hello. Hello. What am I going to do on the robot over here? Um, Y'all, the cheer, the cheer hangover struggle is real this morning, as you can tell yeah. from my voice. Um, but uh, we're here, and that's the most important thing. My kids did not want to go to school this morning. Well, Kiana had to be at school at 6 o'clock in the morning because yeah. it's missions week. So they're doing something in the community every day this week. So oh she was she's in L.A. already feeding the homeless or something. Wow. Yeah, which is super cool. But my other one, Bella, she was like, I don't want to go to school. And I'm like... <laughs> And I had to give her the talk, like, this is real life. Real life is tired. Yeah. We have to go do the things that we're supposed to, you know, like, yeah. like I would give my 20-year-old, and but she's only 10, so. Yeah. yeah. Anyhow, um, we are, did you have a chance to share to your social media? Oh, yeah, I think I did. Did you? I don't think we're live yet. Does it just stay there? On Healthy Soul. We haven't gone, I don't know. No, we're, we're live. I know, but on Healthy who, Soul Radio, I think who said that? that's where she's at. Where did that voice come from? I know. That's Sean. Every so often, he helps us out. Um, so I am here this morning with two people that I love and adore, and we'll get into that in a second. Um, but with Tim and Christina Coy, so good morning, people. Good morning, good morning. morning. Thank you. It's not like this is the first time we're saying good morning this morning. Like we've been talking for 30 minutes, but, (laughs) um, but you know, we're just setting up the stage here. Um, but yeah, so Tim and Christina, oh goodness. So Christina, how, I'm trying to think of like. I wish I had it on my calendar, like, met Christina at the back of my van day, because that's exactly when we met for the first time. (laughs) But the very first time I ever talked to you, I was in the Toys R Us parking lot. I don't even know why I was in the Toys R Us parking lot. Or maybe it was in the BevMo parking lot, (laughs) which is attached to Toys R Us. We'll just say it was Toys R Us. (laughs) Yeah, and I totally remember talking to you for the first time, going, oh, this girl is so cute. And we were talking about a health transformation for your daughter. Yeah. And um, you were at Fit Body Boot Camp, I think. Something like that, or the transformation center. Yeah, exactly. One of those things. And um, working your booty off. And we met, and I thought, oh gosh, this girl's cute. Darla Huete. Yes. Introduced us via text. Right. And um, and that was cool. That was cool. So, um, how long ago was that? Uh, Like a year? That was probably in March because it was a year ago right now that I was in that boot camp. Just trying to go for it like with crazy. everything I had yeah and um yeah I did I reached out for you uh for one of my daughters because yeah. you know it's hard to coach your own kid and yeah. I was like you know what maybe if I just move away and step back and let somebody else try to help yeah. her and then at that same time I went into this boot camp yeah and I I think I was just posting on Facebook like I like freaking out like what am I doing wrong I'm yeah. killing myself yeah. at the gym and yeah. you you messaged me you were like hey I yeah. can help you <laughs> Well, and it's so funny because we do. We kill ourselves at the gym. And I have been, just so you guys know, I'm a professional worker at her. Yeah. <laughs> because I have now had my third workout and the third time's a charm. So next week I'll probably be shooting for Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Aim high. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, right. Exactly. I mean, dream big, y'all. Dream big. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's hard. You kill yourself in the gym. I mean, I can yeah. barely move this weekend. And I know I'm not working out that hard. But I'm just out of shape. I'm just, I mean, can I get a witness here, people? Yeah. Oh, well, the gym is a gnarly thing. So, um, so yeah, that's how we met. And I remember, like, maybe a couple of days after we met, it was probably a, more like a couple of weeks, 
and I met you and um, in the Crossroads parking lot. Yeah. Out of the back of our cards, cars, cards. Yeah. Again. And um, in the parking lot. Yeah, again, in the, it's all about the parking lot. <laughs> Important things happen in parking lots. Um, don't try this at home, kids. Wow. Um, but uh, I remember going home and telling my husband, and this gets to a way deeper story, which we're not going to talk about here. But, um, And I told my husband, I said, this girl's been put in my life for a reason. I'm meant to love her. Aww. And the rest has been history. Yeah. Truly, the rest, like the friendship that we have developed over the last year has been awesome. Yeah. Um, Christina was there when I needed a friend and I didn't even know it in my own living room. She just came over to do something and you know, here she caught me off guard and we talked for an hour. And so you have been there in so many um, instances for me, even when you don't even know that you've been there. Oh, thank and you. And so um, you guys are just special to me. And I, as I was explaining on my own Facebook Live this morning, encouraging people to watch, you guys are the couple that I look at and I say, I love to watch them love each other. Wow. Thank you. I love to watch you guys love each other. Mm. And um, I always say God makes beauty from pain. And when you think about how God makes beauty from pain, you guys are a great example of that. Because um, as I've learned a little bit about your past and the unhappy, unhealthy place that you guys have been, um, I can respect your future and your present so much more. And taking that and instead of going deeper into that hole, yeah. you have be, you have said, no, I'm an overcomer, and you've dug out of that hole. And now instead of digging out of that hole and just kind of living on even land, you're building an empire together. Sure. Yeah. With hashtag DJ and the queen. That's right. Yes. <laughs> yes. you got to brand it. Yeah, it's exactly. So... You know, um, Tim, tell me a little bit about what you do. Where does the DJ part come from? DJ and the Queen, plug your business, please. Oh, yeah. Well, um, <laughs> sure. I own CaliforniaDJs.com, and, uh, you know, we do everything from DJs to photo booths to lighting to photography, video, musicians, bands. So pretty much anything uh, AV or entertainment for, for events. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of where I started is uh, well, I was a musician for a long time, singer, songwriter. Yeah. And uh, then I... Um, started to have kids and realized that I couldn't just be a rock and roll guy because yeah. I wasn't a star yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I still am not. But... but you have a total voice for radio. <laughs> oh, cool. And a, and a face for TV. So hey, you've got, you've got oh, it both. Wait, I, I thought you were going to say face for radio. Shout out so. to the ladies. <laughs> He's taking ladies, but he's a good looking dude. <laughs> so yeah, I got into the, I you know needed to make money and that's why I started DJing and then, uh, and you know, that was... Um, 20 years ago yeah so it's it's worked out really well and it's provided a good life for us um, yeah yeah but that's kind of how I got into the DJ the short short version and you built it, it from the ground up it's yours started out with two turntables and a microphone two turntables and you a know, microphone yes where it's at. I love it so I love it. yeah and then uh but now it's a it's something that has supported our family uh for years and years and yeah. it allows me the the freedom to spend time with my wife and my kids and, and uh, you know, and, and still be able to pay the rent. Yeah, and so you are an entrepreneur, and now you've totally. watched your wife become an entrepreneur and just work it like J-Lo on the dance floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this girl. You haven't even seen me dance yet. Oh, well, I will, because I heard there's gonna be a DJ on Sunday, good, yes. yeah. and we're gonna be with all of our favorite people, over 100 of us. Oh, it's gonna be great. On Sunday, wait. we're That's gonna fun. tear it up, not in my bathing suit, though. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wear capri pants. That's <laughs> I don't want to be it's dancing better. in my bathing suit. I did that once on a cruise, and, and I'm sure there's a video somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. Somewhere. Um, so tell me a little bit about you, Christina. I mean, you're a health coach. 
I am. I'm a health coach. Um, but prior to that, you know, um, I was just a mom. That's yeah. really been my focus yeah. for years and years. And uh, just a mom. Like it's an easy job. It's, um, you know, it's not for the faint at heart. <laughs> yeah, it is not. But your girls are beautiful. They are. And, and they, talented. They are amazing. And they've just grown up in a blink of an eye. I mean, yeah. my older daughter, she's uh, getting ready to graduate high school. And she's going to move in August. And, yeah. uh, you know. To Arizona. Yeah. And you have two in Arizona. Yeah. Your son. Yeah. Yeah, he's They're, in the motorcycle mechanic. Yeah. Uh, your son. Your, your son. Our. At your hour. Yes, right. <laughs> Yes. So it's, uh, yeah, I've just, I have been a mom. And then as I started uh, transforming, you know, physically, I just, all of this kind of organically fell into my lap. And I was praying for something like, you know, when your whole focus is your kids. And I was like, you know, I need to kind of set myself up to deal with this when they grow up. Like, what am I going to do? I don't even know what to do with myself. And he's like, well, babe, I'm here. Like, yeah. it's going to be great. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, we're going to have a great life you know, when they move out. Like, yeah, you <laughs> are empty nesters. Yeah, but <laughs> it's going to be a sexy life. <laughs> but for me, it's my sole focus has just always been them and making sure their life was good. And now that, yeah. you yeah. know, it's just a whole new chapter that's coming. And so yeah. this has all just blessed me and come at the perfect time so yeah. that I don't go crazy when she moves. Yeah, <laughs> totally. So that brings me into what I wanted to talk about first, because I really want to set up, um, in order to provide hope, we need to go someplace that wasn't so hopeful for you guys. And we're just going to kind of do like a brief overview. But, um, you said, you know, I've just been a mom. Well, you haven't just been a mom because you were a mom and you were a dad because you were a single mom. And there is a special place in heaven for all moms, but for single moms. So shout out to the single moms out there making it happen. (laughs) Um, You guys are amazing. And I really hope you guys, um, as you're listening to this, um, the sole purpose of this show is not to have the Tracy show. The sole purpose of this show is to um, serve people and provide hope and inspiration on so many different levels. And that's why my show looks different every week is because I just want to make sure that what we talk about impacts people. And your story has is so impactful, and it's been impactful for me, and I know it can be impactful for so many others. So please, you guys, share the show or tag someone who you think needs to hear Tim and Christina's story because it's beautiful, and we are about to get into it right now. So give yeah. me just a brief over, overview uh, separately of where you guys were before you met. Um, it's not pretty. Um, and I know it's going to take a little transparency, um, but God makes beauty from pain. And so um, we're going to talk a little bit about the painful part, but we're going to talk even more about the hopeful and beautiful part. So tell me, you know, it's a lot. Well, um, you know, for me, I got married young. I was 21, and then I had Haley at 23, Holly at 25. And, um, <clears throat> you know, there were, a, you know, I won't say it was all terrible, yeah, you know, right. um, but there were definitely some really bad years, and I learned early on that uh, I wasn't going to get the happiness from my marriage. Yeah, and so I just poured into the girls. Yeah, and so um, you know, trying to be a mom, struggling with my weight, um, always being put down, a yeah. lot of emotional um, abuse is basically, you know, in a nutshell. And, you know, I wasn't perfect. I was young. You know, I didn't have experience. And so, you know, I made mistakes along the way. Definitely of things course. Definitely things that I would um, and have done differently. You know, I learned a lot. But um, I was solo in that whole show, basically, yeah. you know. 
and um, always struggling with my weight and being in a bad marriage, you know, there was a, a ton of depression, Yeah. you know, and just trying to function as a yeah. mom so that my sadness didn't affect the girls, Yeah. you know, and they saw and heard a lot. Yeah. And um, when the marriage finally ended, you know, after like 14 years, wow. um, the girls were eight and 10 and impressionable very much and um, they were just very always very concerned for me always worried and I thought you know what these kids deserve to be kids and not have to worry about their mom yeah and I remember when um, the marriage ended Haley she's my oldest she she was 10 and she was just like mom like I'm just so scared that you're gonna find somebody right away and yeah. you're gonna get remarried right away yeah so I made a promise to both the girls that you know, we would just take this next year, <clears throat> just focus on the three yeah. of us, yeah. on rebuilding. And I remember Haley was so sweet, she, like six months into it, you know, and we're all, we're just doing our thing. And she's like, Mom, you know what? If It's okay if you want to date. Like, uh, you don't have to wait a whole year. And, you know, oh, it's just kind of cute, so you know. But I just, I made a conscious choice right then and there that I was not going to put them through any more trauma. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I wasn't being single, you know, uh, uh, coming out of a, a bad marriage and being single, you know, that was great and fun. Yeah, but sure. I tried, I was very clear about separating it and not making that anything Part of the that the girls yeah. like. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it just, you know, I had to go through a few things, you know, because I would start dating and then I was like, oh my gosh, I love him. He's so great. And yeah. my parents were like wanting to shake me like, yeah, stop. No, actually, <laughs> this is not yeah. the guy. They were like, everyone that you encounter is going to be nicer and give you a better experience than what you what, had before. You yes. can't just, so I had to go through that where I was like, okay, I can't just, yeah. I can't just fall in love with everybody. Like this is crazy, you know, yeah. just cause they're nice to me. So but you were starved for affection. I was, totally. I was, you know, <laughs> so anything felt great. Yeah. yeah. You know? And I just, I just wanted the girls to experience something different. So I was very clear about what I wanted the second time around yeah and I wasn't on this train like oh I just want to be a single mom forever I just, yeah you know it's hard it's independent no it, it's hard it's yeah. hard to do all that and um and that's was, okay too if you're that like lifelong single mom and right it, it is for some people sure you know so so that's not what we're saying but it is it's it's hard yeah and I was just very intentional that I wanted something different and not just for me but I wanted Haley and Holly to have a different experience yeah. so that they can expect something different for themselves. Yes. Because the example that they had, you know, their first part of their life is not what I wanted them to seek out. Yeah. And so, um, you know, that's, that's where it was. And I would say, um, you know, Tim and I started dating, the girls were 10 and 12. So it was about a good two years yeah. in between where it was just all about them and trying to rebuild and what do I do? Yeah. How do I, how do I make it? You know, how do yeah. I take care of these kids? And along with that came, um, a big battle in family court sure. and yeah. custody. And Ugh. that went on for five years. Oh super gosh. draining. So fun. Yeah. yeah. So that's what he walked into. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Hey, why don't we start with court battles? That's some, <laughs> some baggage. way to start a relationship. Yeah. Yes. So tell us, Tim, where you came from and so, what that looked like. Well, I you know, born and raised in, in Riverside, California. Riverside. Riverside. <laughs> yeah, downtown, baby. Yeah, uh, I love it. It was the the best of the worst. So, 
but yeah, like like I had said, I was in the music industry and a very low at a very low level, basically garage bands and yeah. uh, kind of living that rock and roll like lifestyle. Like punk rock, rock and roll. Uh, what? Yeah. Give me a genre. You know, I was like classic rock and and a little metal. You okay, know, got it. A little bit of little so bit. like Metallica meets Pink Floyd. Yeah, <laughs> throw a little Jack Johnson in there. Okay. Yeah, we were we were all over the map. That's probably why we didn't get signed because <laughs> I wanted to play Jack Johnson stuff and my bass player wanted to play heavy metal stuff. And yeah. The, everybody was like, "What are you?" We uh, don't but know. Yeah, so I I grew up in Riverside and and knew you know I got to a point. You know, with being in that entertainment industry and partying and living, you know, that whole rock and roll lifestyle, um, I kind of knew everybody and was just uh, could never walk into a store without seeing somebody I knew and thought that was the greatest thing. Um, And uh, and, but I quickly realized that life um, couldn't be sustained that way. I couldn't go on living that way. So I made a quick change and moved out to Orange County. Yeah. Uh, on a whim, just like literally yeah. overnight, woke up one day and said, I'm, I'm out and yeah. moved out to Orange County and then uh, felt what it felt like to live in a place where, you know, no one. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. so for about two and a half, three years, I kind of lived by myself, didn't know anybody in the city. It was a total culture shock for me. But you're really shy, so I'm sure you had a really hard time yeah, making friends. Yeah, we're trying to work uh, on that. It this was... guy works the room. <laughs> well, now I'm a different person, but then I was a kid. I was 19 yeah. when I yeah. when I moved out there, and it was really weird. I didn't know anybody, and I went from like being the guy that could walk into any place and high-five anybody yeah. to the guy that knew no one in a big town. Yeah. And uh, so it was really, really a huge change for me. So what I found uh, was loneliness. You know, yeah. I was lonely, and I didn't know anybody, and I... You know, when you grow up in school, school is like an environment where you're forced to you, to have social interaction, yeah. right? It's, yeah. You're in a class with these people every day. Uh, when you're in, in the real world, when you're out of school and you're just working a job, like, nobody cares. You have, yeah, you have to <laughs> you find know, a life. You have to try and, you know, like, hey, you want to go hang out? So anyway, yeah, yeah. two to three years of loneliness, uh, ended up, um, you know, meeting a girl and uh, kind of like, Christina had alluded to after her marriage I I was in a situation where I was so lonely I was really willing to kind of latch on to anybody Um, so uh, the years went by and uh, we ended up getting married because I thought that was a thing to do you know people were saying you guys have been together like three years now like yeah next steps right buddy Uh, so I'm like I guess (laughs) yeah so I guess we'll get married and uh, and so we did Um, and and it wasn't a bad marriage per se. Um, you know, there she was definitely the kind of person that wanted to run the show, and I chose to sit back and let it happen. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's kind of how it was. Like you're so, such a run the show kind of dude. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot over time, and and, and she's empowered me. I did. Yeah. Most, <laughs> most definitely, I'm a different person. You know, so I was kind of a person that just let let. Uh, things happen for a long, long time yeah. uh, for a period of, let's say, 18 years. So wow. for two decades, I was in a marriage that I wasn't really happy yeah. uh, in. And we had kids and we had two dogs and <laughs> we had two cars and I ended up buying a 4,000 square foot home that yeah. was awesome and new. And, 
you know, so we accomplished a lot of things um, externally yeah. uh, in the physical world that, that everybody would say, wow, this is really great. Yeah, but, good for uh, you, buddy. Yeah, it was cool. And, you know, being a kid that grew up on welfare, to, for me to buy a 4,000 square foot home was totally. a huge accomplishment. Uh, which I quickly ruined. Uh, <laughs> it happens. Yeah. There's, but, uh, always, there's casualties. Yeah, yeah. yeah it happens. <laughs> casualties of war. So, you know, again, from the exterior, a lot of people would say, hey, Tim, you know, you had a pretty darn good life. You know, yeah. you had a nice yard, nice kids, nice dog. You know, everything from the exterior looked really good. Yeah. And um, even though, uh, you know, I could say she was really controlling and all of that. I mean, I let it happen. Yeah. I let it all happen. Yeah. I, uh, so I can't really blame her. Um, but what, you know, it came down to a point where I was sitting in my backyard and I will always remember the day where I was sitting in my backyard, looking at the beautiful blue sky, looking at my beautiful dogs, my beautiful kids, my beautiful yard. Yeah. And I wasn't happy. Yeah. It just, it, I, you know, and I thought, when you fall in love, when you get married, it's like you see in the movies, right? Yeah, and they're right. like, oh my God, you're so good. And then we <laughs> spend all our time together. And But I didn't have that. And it wasn't acceptable to me. So I did lose a lot of friends when I chose to make a change. I lost a lot of friends, obviously lost a lot of people that were called family at the time. Yeah. Um, and people are like, what the heck are you doing? Yeah. You know, why are you ruining all of this? Uh, but again, you know, when you look at yourself internally, if you're really not happy in a situation, even after almost two decades, I mean, and it, and it wasn't one of those things where we fell in love and everything was great and then it got bad and then we needed to rekindle. There was no, there was no fire in the beginning. Yeah. And I accepted that. Okay. And that was my mistake. You know, I accepted that and, and I, I have to accept that mistake too. I put a lot of people through a lot um, because I settled and yeah. because I didn't do what was right for me in the beginning. So yeah. I let two decades go by right. um, before I decided to make a change. But, you know, so I found myself at 38-ish. Yeah. Um, you know, I owned two businesses. I owned all of this, you know, the house and the, everything was great. I, yeah, I found myself with my Chevy S10 and a suitcase. <laughs> after wow. all of that you know so it was really weird um, and scary really super scary to make a change a huge change like that at that time in your life you know when people usually do that kind of stuff in their 20s you know and then they rebuild and yeah. they're solid by the time they're 40 I was starting over at 40 and that was super scary um, you know but uh, but it worked out yeah it, it worked out and now you know I, I do have that yeah. So um, the one thing I would always, uh, and I have said to people, it's like, if you're not happy in your relationship, really look hard at it. Yeah. You know, if it was one of those. Make a change. Yeah. Either yeah. Make a change. If it was one of those things where you guys were in love, then try, yeah. to, try to find that fire yeah. again. Yeah. But if you were never in love and you've just been going through the motions, then be brave. Yeah. You know, and yeah. and life's not over. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I've totally. seen I've seen people start life over at sixty, and and that's crazy. You, I figure, you know, she and I both said you should just pack it in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, you just need to go for it. All right, just yeah. pack it in if you're. But no, it's not true. I, I think that uh, I've seen people become famous in their sixties uh, that never were famous. You yeah. know, and they decided to make a change and do something for themselves, yeah. and all of a sudden, you know, they're in major movies. So. So my, my advice to everybody is that if you 
are in the situation where you're not 100% happy, really look at it, analyze it, figure out what you need to do and either rekindle, do something to make a change yeah. or, or, or make a big change like we did. Yeah. So obviously you guys wound up meeting shortly thereafter. No, we Actually. met 20 years before. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> this is this is where the whole weirdness like, and yeah. universe so stuff comes into play. We went to junior high and high school together. Yeah. But I was three years younger. Yeah. So I was like in seventh grade, you know, just being a little seventh grader. Yeah. And he was a freshman, right? Going into tenth grade. Yeah, he was so going in. We're three so years different. He wasn't really like looking at me or paying any attention to me. But we crossed paths. We were in youth yeah. group together and stuff like that. Yeah. He was just always very quiet, which I know. You wouldn't think that. Weird. I can't imagine. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, we knew each other back then. And then through social media, yeah. you know, he was... Uh, Facebook. Yeah, he was new to Facebook. Isn't that wild? Yeah, super wild. Like He was new to Facebook, and, like, everyone from our school started finding him. Yeah, finding him. and, like, yeah. adding each other. And you're like, oh, I remember him, I remember yeah. her. Yeah. And I was already single, you know, so I would, you know, I was posting, and, like, this Tim Coy is, like, liking my stuff. Like... <laughs> she was super... Great yeah. yeah, I was marketing to him. I didn't even super know. adorable. Like, so, of course. you know, he started liking my stuff, and we started talking, and it was just like... Whirlwind. It was a whirlwind, and it's been a whirlwind ever since. And, You're into uh, whirlwinds, huh? I am. In my business, in my life, <laughs> yes. A whirlwind. I mean, why not? I'm the queen of whirlwinds, yeah. so I love whirlwinds. It's like I don't know how to live any other way. Yeah, yeah, so she, you know, obviously I was out there DJing and doing my thing and trying to peacock myself out there you know I'm like, look at me look at me i'm super fancy yeah yeah so I wanted, with my suitcase and my chevy s10 nobody knew about that yeah super secret so but i'm on you know i'm out there djing and trying to impress her yeah. you know on social media and it worked it worked, it worked i guess look so at me look at me i'm in cool. this country it's a green screen but yeah, yeah. look at me next week i'm over here doing screen. this <laughs> total green screen i love effect. it i love it I, yeah. yeah i feel like facebook's like that sometimes like i always try to be like true super transparent like everyone's like oh your life is so perfect i'm like oh you don't even know yeah, yeah. Like, you should have seen us two days ago oh my gosh <laughs> in our sweats like you know, just like, oh my God, no one, don't post a picture at all. Yeah, we, we don't look good. Wrecked. Our marriage some days, some days doesn't look good. You know, yeah. I always like to, I yeah. mean, marriage is a hard job. So that's you know? where DJ and the, yeah. and the Queen came from. Once I, once, you know, we got together and it was just a whirlwind romance. He um, messaged me one night, he was working and he says, I have our hashtag. And I'm like, you do? He's like, DJ and the Queen. So we went back through all of our, it. and she we started. Queen, you know. Yeah. So it just, it. Uh, it just kind of happened. But I really, truly believe in, you know, um, everything happens for a reason. And, yeah. And I instantly just vibed with him. And, like, our yeah. chemistry was, it was undeniable. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think he, he's very um, perceptive. Is that the right word? Sure. And um, <laughs> is that correct? Is that did intuitive? I, perceptive, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, he saw the void in, in my life and not just my life, but the girls. The girls. Yeah. And, um, you know, he'll say this, but he was like, these girls need me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, it was he, a big thing. Yeah. You know, like I when when we got together, I'm kind of a jump in with both feet kind of guy yeah you think you know so I, I, I don't mess around and uh, uh, when I saw her and um, and then met the girls and you know saw the void yeah just as she had mentioned I knew 
it was weird. Like, you, you, there's a point, I guess, in every early on in every relationship where you're like, should I just run? Yeah, yeah, with the court battles. <laughs> this is and getting really and good, but yeah. it also is kind of scary. Yeah. And should I just shut it down and run? And I couldn't um, leave the girls. Yeah, it was even you know at that early time in our relationship, um, I knew those little girls needed me, and I knew yeah. that she, that Christina needed me, um, and and uh, I couldn't. I yeah. couldn't walk away from that e- yeah. even early on. So that that's that really kind of uh, I guess in a way indebted me yeah. to to the relationship to the cause. In, in a good way. Yeah, yeah you were down for the cause in a good way. Yeah. You know, I want to I want to interject here, and then we've got our break here in a second. But um, you know, obviously, we want to promote healthy marriage, no matter what it is, whether it looks ugly and you need to fix it, yeah. or sometimes you know, um, you know, God doesn't like divorce. That's for sure. I mean, my faith is strong and. Um, I mean, and I'm always transparent. Russ yeah. and I have been through those peaks and valleys. And, and again, marriage is the hardest job you'll ever have. Yeah. Um, we still go through some of those today, and we've gone through a lot of them in the past. And there's so much beauty in marriage, so much beauty. And there's hopefully always more good than bad. But, you know, God has a plan. And yeah. so that is so important to understand no matter where you are, if you're where, where you were in that unhappy, like I can't do this, you know, or whether you are like, my gosh, like I love my wife or I love my husband, but I don't know how to get that fire back. Well, there's a secret to keeping it too. Yeah. And there's help for that. Like it's not too late to learn the secret. It's not too late for you guys. It was done and over and you didn't learn that secret early enough and that's okay. Cause this this is what happened. And this was God's plan. But it's not too late to work to 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 figure out that secret no um there's certain rules that we've used to keep our 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 relationship good yeah like make sure you go to the bathroom with the door closed i'm gonna try that seriously i'm gonna try that (laughs) close the door (laughs) close the door love you yeah (laughs) however your bowel movements don't turn me on yeah yeah i'm gonna work on that Russ, Russ, i hope you're listening we we need to get there so um we're gonna take a yeah a little break and then we're gonna come back and tackle a whole bunch of more questions really quickly okay Okay. Cool. You got it. You guys are awesome. All right. Okay. Love. Yeah. You're listening to Hope Radio 247.com, bringing you the hope of Jesus Christ. Hey, this is Ramon with Epic Thoughts on Hope Radio 24-7. Did you miss your favorite show this week? Not a problem. Did you know you could download the app, go to your Google Play Store or your Windows Store, and download Hope Radio 24-7? On that app, you have all your favorite shows. So whether it's the Eddie Foy Show, the Hours of Hope Radio, God I Love Sports, or your favorite show, Epic Thoughts. And you can listen to every show all the time on the go on the Hope Radio 24-7 app. There's also bulletins to let you know what's going on over here at the radio station and at Hope Recovery Center. Opportunities for you to give and even prayer requests. If you need somebody to pray for you, we are there for you. So we just want to thank you for your opportunity for letting us bless you with our radio station. Download the app, Hope Radio 24-7. Thanks for listening, and you have a blessed day. Q the Music Entertainment provides professional entertainment for your weddings, birthdays and anniversary parties, retirement parties, holiday parties, bar and bat mitzvahs and quinceaneros, debutante balls, graduation parties, welcome home parties, and so much more that include DJ, hosting, special lighting, and even a photo booth. Serving the Inland Empire, Los Angeles, Orange, and San Diego counties, contact us today. 
at 888-580-7979 or 714-865-5086. And make sure to visit our website at www.thelettercuthemusicdj.com. That's www.thelettercuthemusicdj.com. Because when it's time to celebrate, it's time to cue the music. What up, everyone? This is Ramon with Epic Thoughts and Hope Lounge on Hope Radio 24-7. And attention all you artists, musicians, and producers. We have a brand new opportunity for you here at Hope Recovery Center. We have our very own studio. That's right. We have a studio where people could come in and record their greatest music and, the, and explore their, their ministry in the arts. And for the month of February, for this month only, we are having a special for anybody who wants to come use the studio. We're having a one-time special for the month of February, two hours for $125. That's right. You get a full recording for two-hour minimum of $125. For more information, email me at hopestudio at hoperecoverycenterinc.org. Tell me where Straight it's going. Back. Where's my life going? Oh, girl. <laughs> Welcome You're climbing that mountain. Welcome back, Carter. <laughs> yeah. I love it. There's a rap version of this that um, I can't remember. I gotta find it. Hey, guys. We are back. I love this. Welcome back, Connor. <laughs> Welcome awesome. back. So cool. But when my buddy Jason Larkins was here, he's a cheer coach, and he's like, you know, cool, brother. And uh, did you watch that show? Oh, it was yes. so good. I don't, I don't think raising. I watched that one. Yes, totally. He's so... Did you watch it? <laughs> no, no you totally didn't watch it. He's a cheer coach, so maybe it wasn't That's for you. not on my list. But um, <laughs> there's a rap version of Welcome Back. We've got to find that, Sean. We got to, you know... You know, I actually did find it. I didn't like was it, it that naughty? much. Was it naughty? Uh, you know, I don't remember the lyrics, but it was okay. Okay. It's it not okay. as ca- it wasn't as catchy, I guess. The nostalgia. Okay. No. Maybe we'll have to record our own version. Welcome. I think back. so. Like, oh, with DJ and the Queen. Oh yeah, yeah we can yeah, we yeah. can do a mix. Oh, we can do a mix. We can welcome. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Just so you know, if the Beastie Boys ever come on and Paul Revere comes on, I know every word. Yeah. Oh. So um, of course, I can. To- I'm kind of a performer. So what do you? Um, you Class of 94, 93, what? 93. Okay, yeah, oh, so yeah, we vibed with the same music. Boy is all up in the mix. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've never really had, like, a girls' night out. I know. It's so, really unacceptable, actually. Yeah. I was just thinking about that. But in a couple weeks, we'll be staying in a home together in Florida. Oh, yeah. my God, I cannot That's wait. Awesome. I know. I'll probably be snuggling with your wife because <laughs> I love her. Um, no, not like that. Not like that. But, Super you know, I, I find any <laughs> chance I can to tell this woman how amazing she is because she's been such a blessing in oh. my life life literally every time i talk to you I'm, I, you make me cry yeah all yeah. the time well like that day i went home and i said russ i i don't know i don't even i didn't even know you and i just yeah. said i know that god put her in my life for a reason and I it's agree. not for what you're doing it's it was for me and it was for you 100%. and then the rest has come from that and yeah. so maybe we'll have another radio show about that someday but yeah. um Okay, so before we left, you guys talked about going to the bathroom with the door closed. Yes. Yes. Um, 
but I want you, and this covers, this covers, well, going to the bathroom with the door closed uh, is now going to be practiced in many homes yeah. in the Corona <laughs> I mean, and beyond areas. Seriously. You know, because we're international up in here. Um, but, share. you know, yeah, let's not share. Um, but I want to talk about how you guys have been intentional coming from places where you did make mistakes and you yeah. learned and you grew and, and that whole God makes beauty from pain because... Yeah. Um, and this is for all marriages, whether you're struggling or whether your marriage looks good. Yeah. Talk to us about what you've done going forward. This is about creating that hope for what's to come. Sure. We're just going to spend a couple minutes on this. How you went forward and what you've done to be intentional, intentional yeah. with your marriage. Well, I think for oh. us, and I think probably for anybody, when you go into a second marriage, your mindset is completely different. Yeah. And I think both Tim and I, we had some real hard lines, you yeah. know, things that we were just not going to accept mm-hmm. um, for ourselves, for our kids, for our relationship. So, yeah. like, for me, um, you know, because of all the things the girls saw and heard in my previous marriage, yeah. you know, a lot of name-calling, degrading, all that stuff, there's just, I just have no tolerance for yeah, it. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. And, um he knows that. Like, I think maybe one time he, like, maybe said something to me, and I was, like, so devastated. <laughs> like, yeah. I cannot be talked to yeah. in any fashion like no, that. You know? And you shouldn't have to. You shouldn't no, have to and I, I wasn't going to let the girls go into their adolescence seeing me being treated that way. Yeah. You know, so... And, you know, I'm a very feisty Italian, and I'm very yeah. reactive, and, you know, I'm very clever and <laughs> witty, and yeah. so I've had to kind of reel that back in. And um, Just in the last year, <laughs> I've seen you reel that back in. Yeah, well, you know, also, I used to super live out loud on social media mm-hmm. through all my drama and chaos, and, you know, you just basically throw up on social media, and I've had to... You know, that's really not... It's naughty. Yeah, and it's really not what I want to present to the world. So I've had to evolve and grow and learn and mature. But I think for both of us, we we had things that we were just not going to accept. Right. And um, we have just been very deliberate and intentional, like even today, every day. Yeah. You know? It's true. Every day. I think um, you, you take a lot and you put up with a lot. And uh, in your younger life, sure. and uh, and that's a big thing. I think you accept and you settle for a lot, um, and uh, and that's you don't really, in my opinion, know yourself in your twenties, and sometimes even in your thirties, you really still haven't developed who you are and who you want to be. Yeah. Even though you think you know everything, uh, and you think you rule the world, but but so we, I think we accepted a lot early on, and. And I think society has kind of gotten into what I call an Al Bundy kind of a marriage mode yeah. where where you meet and it's great for a couple of years and then it starts to degrade and then you start to degrade each other. Yeah. Um, insults come out. Uh, mm-hmm. You fight with gloves off and say a lot of things to the you know that are terrible to the person that you care about yeah. in a fight. And then you say you're sorry, but you can't really you take, can't take that stuff back. back. And then with the introduction of now social media, right. uh, that adds a whole nother layer where you can publicly embarrass your spouse. Yes. And I see that, I've seen that in the past quite a bit where people will go on and talk about how terrible their husband or wife is yeah. because they're mad. So we purposely don't post when we're angry. Yeah. So <laughs> at important. all, whether it's with each other or anybody else, we just 
shut that part of our yeah. mouth off. And, and I'm really good at passive aggressive posts, so I really good. have to super really good. like speaking in code. Some, yeah, yeah, sometimes like I have some I've seen a couple yeah. of those. Could have been great. Yeah, yeah, I have you know my Pinterest album of quotes and memes is like. But she's yeah. never she's never posted negatively about me. I love it. Um, so that you know, even though she might have some little social drama and things that pop up here and there in her, in her little frenzy life, but. But she's never done that about, uh, yeah. posted that about me. She's never, uh, and we've, so we basically have made conscious decisions early on in the relationship that we are not going to call each other names. Uh-huh. And that's huge. I yeah. think that's huge. When when you get into a serious relationship, you really look to that person to be your end all. Yeah. You know, your supporter when everything is the worst. Yeah. And the person you can turn to when the whole world has turned their back on you. Yeah. And when that person... Um, stabs you just the same yeah uh it, it, again, it's really hard it's a wound that you can't really repair yeah. and when you put band-aids on band-aids on band-aids on band-aids yeah. all of a sudden those band-aids get really thick and really high and there's yeah. nothing that can cover it up you know and it and i've seen it you and know. to give you another analogy i kind of and, and i've shared this with christina we've kind of kept this uh, philosophy throughout our marriage that a, a marriage a relationship is like a statue a beautiful statue yeah and every time you fight and you say something terrible to a person, it's like a chip off of that statue. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, it's not that bad. It's, it's just a chip, and it's a really right. big statue. But with enough of those chips coming off, you can end up with a pile of rubble. And you can take glue and try to put that statue back together, but it never, ever looks the same. Yeah. So we really tried to preserve the statue, the beautiful statue of yeah. our, our, our relationship. Yeah. Um, by you know by not doing those certain things. So when we get in fights, we try to stay on point. Yes. What's the argument about? Yeah. Okay. We're and it's and it and we don't turn it into a rock throwing match. Yeah. You know. Okay. If I'm unhappy, which that is you so showed up, easy to do. Oh yeah. Well, you did this and you did that and people keep I score. I did that last week with my husband. <laughs> Every, or, or you throw oh, out a out statement like... Oh, out of the archives, like, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, out. yeah. You, you pull stuff out. You yeah. in, and then next thing you know, the fight is not about what just happened. About <clears throat> the fact that somebody was late or somebody didn't do something that they said. And then it becomes a fact of an argument about what you did last week and the week before and two years before that. And then yeah. you make blanket statements like, you always... You always do this. And and you pigeonhole a person into (laughs) sorry, I don't mean to hit home here. But (laughs) you when you when you do that, you know, you we just might have a little issue like she was late or I was late or somebody didn't do something or somebody did something that you didn't like. Yeah. And instead of saying, Look, I don't like that, it didn't make me feel good. And and that should be enough. If you love yeah. a person, that should be enough. I didn't like that. It didn't make me feel good. No, that's and, good. And if I hear that from her, then I really feel bad. Like, okay, I made her feel terrible when my whole job, and really all I want to do is make her feel good. Yeah. I, that's all I want to do. And that's all we all want to do. And if you both have that mentality of, like, like I'm here to, I, like, bless this person. Yeah. You know, like, I love her, and I want to make her feel good, you know, in, in whatever way that might be. Yeah. And he really has, like... He, there was a lot to repair with me, yeah. you know, oh, a yeah. lot of um, insecurities. And literally, I, I tell you this, he every single day that we've been together for six years, he has not missed one day telling me that I'm pretty. Yeah. And it took me like a long time to even accept it. I was, yeah. you know, he would like, oh, you look so good. And, you know, it, 
it took uh, years. Yeah. Well, for she was me used to, to negativity. Well, she was used to. And the I mean, opposite. it might, may not be part of your marriage, but I never, I try to never miss an opportunity to tell this woman how amazing she is because I'm just in love with you. Aww. Not in that way. <laughs> nothing weird. Like, yeah. and I see that about you. Well, yeah, that's what should be happening in this world is yeah. when, you know, like too many people have gone too many days without getting a compliment. Totally. So even if you're just telling somebody in the supermarket, wow, I like your hair or wow, you're a really yes. cool person. Or smile at like, someone in the car next to you. Bless somebody. Someone you know bought I mean? my Starbucks this morning. That's Aww. cool. So I turned around and bought their Starbucks. That's and, what should be happening. But it's the little things. And, and you know what? It brings yeah. me back to how we raise our kids, too, because great kids make great husbands and great wives. And this morning when um, I, I was asleep, when Russ took Kiana to the bus to go to L.A. today to, to yeah. um, pack food for the homeless and feed the homeless. And, sure. and I don't know everything that's on the agenda. But I said, Kiana, and I love the homeless, I will get on my hands and knees and brush their teeth. I will. And just love, I mean, they're a little stinky. They're a little stinky, but um, I said, you know, make sure you get up close and personal with those homeless people. Kiana, don't be afraid. And I've I've taught her that from a very early age. And I said, thank the people that work at the food packing place. Those are the jobs that people don't want, they don't want to do. They don't want to be The thankless jobs. The thankless jobs. And it's like, if we could do more of that, mm-hmm. if we could do more I love yous, if we could do more I believe in yous, if we could right. do more of I love watching you love your wife, yeah. do you ever need to hear that? Oh, because I love day. telling you. Yeah. You know, and it's just, I mean, this man came to my aid on moving day when, what was it? My my battery was dead. My garage <laughs> wouldn't close. We almost died trying to get the garage down. And, and he was there within 10 minutes. Yeah. And... Russ's phone wasn't working because we didn't have Wi-Fi calling at the house. There was no yeah. reception. And so, you're not my husband. No. But you came to my aid. Yeah. DJ and the queen, you know, and um, and helped me. And that is what we need. Well, yeah, um, you're right. I mean, and, and, and ultimately, I mean, friends should do that for each other. Totally. You know, like, if you, it shouldn't be a hassle for me to come over and help you out. If no. I'm, if I'm not doing something that's super, super important, yeah. like if I'm just watching the game or, I will or help whatever. You. you will help yeah. someone. And, and, and even more so in a marriage. Yeah. You know, and that's one of the reasons why I am the way I am today is because not only did I help her and, and pour into her, but she helped me become more of a man. A leader. You know? Yeah. And, and I see so many times when people belittle one or the other and uh, I, I'm traditional in a way where I, I'm not super biblical, but I do believe in the tradition of the man being the man. Sure. Uh, and, and if that's the right paradigm, sure. you know, some men want to be the number two and they have a super strong sure, wife, sure, and that's sure. okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But ultimately, it, 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 in, in my situation, I believe that the man should be strong. So she did a lot of things over the term of our relationship to help me become stronger. Yeah. Little simple things like... Well, like- you know, he, early in our relationship, you know, he had some decisions to make about his business and yeah. wanting to do more marketing in this. And he was like coming to me with these things. I'm like, this is your company. If you feel it's right, do it. And he was really taken back a yeah. lot of times, you know. Uh, he would have like, there was a period of time where he had all these um, 
cell phone tickets. <laughs> and he was yeah. like, being on the cell phone yeah. while you're yeah. driving. And he Red was like, tickets, cell yeah. phone tickets. he was like yeah. nervous to tell me about it. And I'm like, it's not a big deal. Well, you know, we'll yeah. pay it when yeah. we pay it. You know, yeah. it's no big deal. We can't pay it now, but in we'll pay past, it something. I would have gotten berated and yeah. belittled for that. You yeah. know, like, what are you doing? You're costing us money. And it would make oh, me feel like. Oh, I remember like lots of those conversations less with my of a husband. Man. It would make me feel like less of a yeah. man. Especially when you don't have money to pay for it. Yeah. And I needed. Me and the girls needed someone to come in and lead our family. Yeah. And I didn't I I tried for two years to make all the ends meet with the girls, you know, like, oh, my gosh, I got to pay my bills. I got to pay the rent. I had to do everything. And I, that's not something I wanted to do forever. Yeah. You know, so I, I made it a very uh, intentional decision to empower him and build him up. And he's just stepped right into it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's cool, you know, and yeah. and I think uh, people sometimes take it too far. Obviously, yeah. you know, I don't need to walk in every day and be like, "What I say is what I say." <laughs> yeah, right, right, you know, right, right, right. Because I'm the man. Yeah, no, right. I love my family, and I always take their opinions into into account. But there are some times when I do need to be a man, and I do need to be strong and lead the family. Uh, and so I needed that. So as I was building her up um, to feel like a good strong beautiful woman she was in turn building me up yeah. even the little things like what do you want to eat for dinner she would just say you choose yeah and I again I don't think every person should be like that all the time sometimes yeah. she tells me hey I want Italian I, <laughs> love, yeah, yeah. I love Italian but I feel like you know in looking back in these last six years you have now built her up to lead others yeah I'm not because, afraid of that yeah but I mean you have poured into her so much that now she is able to have enough confidence to say, totally. I can lead others and I can pour out this positivity because my husband has loved me all the way to that. Like yeah. as health coaches, we say we love people all the way to healthy. You've loved your wife all the way to confident. Yeah. And oh. now she's able to, because of those things, and you didn't even know you were doing that. You yeah. just thought you were doing it for your marriage was... and now you've done it, done it and now she's affecting thousands of people. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, Athens. it's really neat, and it's been overnight-ish, you know. It only took, yeah. what, 15 years to for this overnight success. So, <laughs> so yeah. Are we're, we running, we're running oh low gosh. on time, wow. and there's some key things that okay. I want okay. to yes. talk about because I could talk to you guys for another hour, and, um, you know, I'm sure people are going to be like, how much does Tim charge an hour to, you know, counsel? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Christina, I, um, you know, I met you through health coaching, but I want to talk a little bit um, because I want to talk about your healthy transformation and what between what your husband has done for you and now what you've done for yourself because he empowered you to believe in yourself. You then took control of your health, yeah. which has bloomed into something so much more. So, um, oh, totally. So tell me what it looked like to get, you are getting your mind healthy and then came the body healthy. And, it, and it, you know, show me what that looked like. Well, I've always struggled with my weight. Yeah. Always up and down. Um, it was very difficult, you know, being depressed, trying yeah. to lose weight. Then when I was single, you know, and I did a lot of unhealthy things to lose weight in yeah. the past. It was, just wasn't sustainable. I did liquid fast. I did all kinds of crazy things. My hair was falling out. Just <sighs> always desperate to figure it out. That body image. Yeah. But healthy. Right. To get healthy. Right. So 
you know, when him and I, we got together and it was just this whirlwind love, like, let's go eat, drink, let's, you know, like, just complete yeah. for a let's couple live. of years, you live. know. We were enjoying life. Yeah, say, definitely. Sure. And he always says, he, you know, he sees some of my before pictures and he's like, God, I don't Never remember. Like, he, So it's funny. He says I shallow held him, but. Pretty sure. Pretty sure there was some <laughs> Christina, kind of can I can I ask you, <laughs> or at least if you don't want to talk about your weight, what, how big were you then? Well, Admittedly, or how big had you gotten? Well, I'm five feet tall, so yeah, that in so itself tiny. is uh, not the greatest. But I would definitely admit that there was years that I didn't weigh myself. Yeah. So I don't really know where I got at my heaviest. When I was like at my breaking point, I was like around two o two. Yeah. And I was like, and oh sa- my gosh. a size what? Uh, fourteen, sixteen ish. Yeah. You know. She was size four at Old Navy. Uh, old Navy, yeah. <laughs> I love Old Navy because they, they'll I tell you. Old Navy too. has had my back in my worst years. I can always count I'm on Old Navy. I'm telling you, I'm an extra small at Old Navy for sure. <laughs> but for me, I think 2016 was a, that's funny. 2016 was a big turning point for a few reasons. One was Haley was turning 16. I spent $1,000 on her sweet 16. I was so insecure. I had a professional photographer there. I missed an opportunity to take one photo with her. Because she, I was so insecure. She didn't take any photos with her. None. That day. And I, I remember Secret. going home just crying. Like, I cannot believe I allowed my insecurity to take me away and miss a moment like that. Yeah. And at that same time, my dad had some heart issues and had to have a triple bypass. And I was turning 40. And I think, you know, I started to really self-reflect. You know, we started watching these healthy documentaries on Netflix. Yeah. And I, I'm like, okay, it's sugar. We got to do something. We got to make all yeah. these changes. You yeah. know, we're juicing. You know, I was. Yeah. I would come to him. Okay, I need a juicer. We got to go to Sprouts. We're yeah. spending like. We bought this really expensive juicer. Thing. Yeah. So we're at Sprouts. You know, I'm spending you know $150 a week. I'm juicing for hours. You know? Well, then, then she messed up, and we liked it. Yeah. Then everybody in my house, like him and his this boys, they can't gain a pound if their life depended on him. And Jerks. I'm spending hours making this juice and they're like oh this is great and I'm just drinking I'm like no three hours worth of work (laughs) yeah but I was I was just on this search for to get to just to get it together like I didn't want to go into my 40s this way I feel like this is my second lease on life I want to preserve my life I want I just found him basically yeah and I want I want to live a long happy healthy life you know my kids are growing up they're gonna get married have kids like I can't I, I just was on this search. I had to. I had to do something. So yeah. let's fast forward. How much have you lost? I'm down almost 65 pounds from when I started to weigh myself. Yes. Uh, so that's exciting. And you know, I've kind of been teetering on maintenance, but it's like once you hit a goal, you're like, man, yeah, I can. I'm let's like, just I, yeah. let's just go a little further. You yeah. know. So I'm clothing shopping is really fun well, now. Not at Old Navy. Even. Not yeah. at Old Navy. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, now their stuff's too big on you. Right. <laughs> Well, Even in an extra small. That's what's kind of interesting is she'll come out of the closet, uh, not, lit, not lit, literally, <laughs> yeah, not figuratively. Yeah, there's no coming out of closet. We have a walk-in show. closet. Yeah. So she'll come out of the closet with a pair of pants that I, I recognize yeah. from last year. Yeah. And they're totally baggy. And they used to be totally, totally tight. So... Um, you know, that's kind of funny. She's, and those leg, the legs on this chick. Oh, yeah, she's got the legs. I played uh, softball in high school. So I would, it's, it's so memory. I would ask to borrow that black lace dress because every time I look at it, I'm like, those shoes, that dress, that dress. I love this girl. And I'm like, that would not look like that on me. The booty would be banging in the black dress. Yes, I, that's what I got to work on. I'm going to start doing some squats so I well, can keep up with you. I need to do non-squats because I'm in one room and my butt's still in the other room. Oh, stop it. You know? 
Um, my, you know, my 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 uh, my oldest is getting ready for the prom. Oh yeah. And so as I was saying goodnight to her last night, she goes, "Okay, I have to start my workout." Like, oh how what? funny! And she's a rail, and she's like. 30-day abs and booty because oh, she's like, cute. I need to make sure my butt looks cute in my dress. <laughs> and, and and I'm like, Haley, you already have abs. Like, what in the world? Yeah. So, you know, that body image, yeah. even at 100 pounds, is important, but the healthy part. Yeah. Well, that, now she has, I think, uh, the perfect equation. Yeah. She has the perfect scenario to yeah. where it's hard to get healthy when you're not happy with your life. Yeah. It's, it, you know, that was, she tried. She did that before, and now that life is kind of in a good place all the way around. Yeah. She doesn't have the stresses in other places that, that would, you know, give I her I mean, that it's hard really stuff. hard to lose weight and be healthy when you're in a court case. You're battling oh, totally. for your kids. And I was working out. I was eating right. But stress. But you know what, Christina? And that's such a great point. But I feel like um, it, it is hard to do all those things. But don't you feel like you're walking people through hard times in their life right now and they're actually yeah. being successful? Yeah. That accountability that we offer as health coaches, yeah. I don't care whether you're in a court case, if your kid is sick or whatever. When I first decided to get healthy, it was the hardest time in my life. Russ and I were having issues. Kiana was really not doing well health-wise. We were at, you know, six doctor's appointments in a five-day period of time at Kaiser every single week. Ankle reconstruction, growth on the pituitary. And I said, I've got to do this. But I had accountability. And that accountability, and it wasn't my husband or my best friend. It was a coach that I didn't necessarily normally spend every day with. And she just came right alongside me and she said, this is the hardest time of your life and you're going to get this part under control. And it's going to make all these other parts under control. So there is so much hope, no matter what you're going through, if you have the right accountability partner. Exactly. And I had a lot of support. You know, there was times where I was you know, like, oh my gosh, I have to go to him and ask him again. Like, okay, we got to invest in this. I promise I'm going to stick to it. It's going to work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So he's always been really great. Like, okay, let's do it. You know, oh, yeah, I can't see that about him at all. <laughs> and then the one thing that I, I really have noticed as I've watched both of you guys coach yeah. people to health is that it starts with you. Yeah. You know, no matter what external things are happening in your life, it's yeah. you have to start from the the you know square one, which mm -hmm. is right here inside yeah. you. You aren't just coaching people to be um, healthy. Yeah. In, when in regards to weight, it's not just I'm no. losing pounds. I've noticed so many of the girls and guys that you guys have been working with. Um, are finding joy again. Totally. You know, they have. It's that pure heart, that servanthood from a pure heart. Yeah. Like you said. It's a if you can effect. help a friend, you're going to help a friend no matter what's going on. Yeah, and that huge. brings joy, right? It's um, huge. So you're not just helping people lose weight; you're helping people find their joy. And when yeah. they find that joy, all of their life changes. And I feel like, and we only have a minute and twenty five seconds left. Okay. I want you guys to wrap it up now that you've gotten your mind healthy, and now that you've gotten your bodies healthy, and that has given you joy. How is that, and again, we only have a minute and 15 seconds, what does that look like for the future of your life? Because you guys are on fire. You got one minute, tell me about it. I, for me, I just feel so blessed. I feel like I finally found my calling, my purpose, and I didn't expect that. So for me, I just feel so blessed, and when people turn to me for help, I just, sometimes I can't even believe it, you know, and I just feel so lucky to be able to walk alongside them. And it's nothing I could have anticipated. You know, I just, I think we all get into it for, um, in a very vain way, you know, we're just trying to look good and feel good. 
and this kind of organically has just become this amazing opportunity for me and I just every day I can't even believe it you know so thank I can't <laughs> once you find your happiness the sky's the limit that's it that's what yeah. I see now before I didn't have hope and now I do yeah she's gonna take us to the stars <laughs> well and I think you're leading the way I'm on the, I'm, don't, I'm on the don't, train don't uh, give yourself you're not on the train you started the train dude you you well thanks for having lot. us here on yeah I love you guys Kelsey. thank oh, you I'm love there you with too. that big tear that was salty <laughs> thank you guys for joining us love yes. you guys see love you, you next too. week All right. thank you